I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Ferro. I have the best time ever! Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man... Yeah. We need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty Nefaro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's you know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You gotta be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get Free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And, boy, that's we on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock, too. Join. Sir? Ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Manscaped, dude? Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So pick. Manscaped there, is you, a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man, it's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to oh, go do I the deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather going. have her be... Hairless or a little hair, racing stripe or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush. <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, mm. then I I start. Where is that pedophilia line? That I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Landing? I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey. The, ah. The, the older I get, though, I don't, I, think, I don't think I can be as, uh, 
Uh, I uh, found it! Have, I found it! Have you it. ever gone down there and, like, just, like, you, she slowly brings down the underwear, then... What is... Retro. Just, Absolutely. Retro? You're like, whoa! Wow, yeah, like, I'm 46, like it pops out? Do you, like, walk out, or what do you do? No, I, I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage. He's a trooper. He's a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> He's a trooper. Gotta give him an yeah, wow. not, all, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't... I Super couldn't Bush! Say, I couldn't say... <laughs> but, well... If you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and anyway. we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. Uh -oh. Dropkick Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. How's everybody doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Whew. It's great to be back and uh, sorry I missed last week. I had a lot of stuff going on and hopefully uh, we figured it out and we can get going forward. So check this out everybody. What do you think of the green screen? <laughs> We're going to be able to do some really cool effects in the upcoming weeks with this. And uh, I've got some cool animation projects I'm working on. Can't wait to can't wait to play with this and see what's going on. First thing we got to do, as always, is send a special thanks out to our friends, Mike, Monty, and Jimmy Farrell. Mike, Monty, and Jimmy Farrell make up the amazing Thursday night duo that hosts the Monty and the Farrell show. They can be seen live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. It also streams live on the Intuitive app. You can also find their audio on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Podbeam, and everywhere you find your favorite podcast. Guess what? Pretty much everywhere you can find them, you can find me and the After Show. So as you can see, I've been working on some stuff in the last few weeks. I really wanted to get this green screen up and going so that I could <laughs> to do something like this and I've got an animated character that I'm going to be bringing out in the next few weeks that should be a lot of fun we're still working towards streaming live on Twitch so keep an eye on at ESO Creative uh, uh, on the Twitch channel on the Twitch network and I'm going to be doing some dry runs to try and get comfortable before I do the live series on the history of video wrestling games starting with the NES right now I'm going to probably play that new version of the WWE 2K23. It looks pretty cool. I want to. I want to try it out and see see what it has and what it brings to the table. I haven't played a wrestling game in years, and I do like the 2K series. I used to play the NBA 2K. Uh, I believe up this one I played was 2K18. Just in the last few years, I haven't really had time to pick them up and and play with them. But you know, 2K series are definitely definitely a lot of fun. And from what I, what I've read, this game is definitely worthwhile. So. We're gonna we're gonna probably do that in dry runs sometime over the next week just to get more comfortable, and then we're gonna start streaming on the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch Network live on the history of wrestling video games, starting with the NES. So that that should be a lot of fun. So, so everybody ready for the uh, Night of Night of Champions this weekend? Yeah, I'm not sure if I am, but we're gonna go over the card anyway. I think there's going to be some highs and there's going to be some lows. I think some things have been thrown together. I think other things are going to 
really knock it out of the park. Uh, let's see. First thing we've got Trish and Becky. I'm actually looking forward to this. Trish is. I'm. I'm glad this is Trish and uh, Becky and not Lita and Becky because if it was Lita and Becky, it would be it would be horrible. I feel like they're going to keep this match pretty short. They're going to focus on Trish's repertoire. I really would love to see Trish go over, but it's not going to happen. We're going to see a passing of the torch moment. We're going to see Becky Lynch go over. Uh, I'm happy with that. That's that's pretty cool. But I would love to see Trish go out on top because I'm not really a big Becky fan. Uh, next match is Rhea and Natalia. Is that called a bathroom break? So, sorry, Natalia. The only way this should be booked is an absolute squash. And honestly, you don't deserve that at this point in your career. You're a legend. But let's face it, you need to put Rhea over and you need to put her over big. That woman needs to be booked as a monster, and she is one, and she's playing that role to a T. Great job, Rhea. Love watching you. Definitely going to be uh, Rhea over Natalia in, in some type of squash match. Hmm. Next match I, I, is kind of a mixed bag. It was good last month seeing Cody and Brock. You know what's going to happen in this one. Brock's going to get his revenge because that's you know that's what always happens. If Brock loses, he's got to get he's got to get a win, and then he's going to disappear again and come back for a program close to SummerSlam. Let's face it, we all know Brock's part time, and we've seen a lot of him recently. So you know that means he's going to disappear soon. So rematch of Asuka and Bianca from WrestleMania. I wanted to see Asuka go over Bianca, but she didn't. Well, here's a chance. Let's put Asuka over Bianca at this point. She's definitely, definitely deserving of it. The next match was just put on to satisfy the, the Saudi fans. I hate to say it, but really that's what it was. It was a, and that's a Gunther versus Ali. Mustafa Ali, you don't belong in, on the main card, especially in an upper mid-card level with Gunther. Gunther is the man. You should be wrestling on that main event show on Saturday, maybe. You know, in jobbing on it at that. I'm sorry, man. The only reason that you are going to Saudi Arabia is because of your heritage, and hey, way to go. It's, it's all about ticket sales, and you're going to get a big pop over in Saudi Arabia. That's awesome. But honestly, I don't think you've earned your way up to that position in the card. You should not be facing Gunther for the Intercontinental Championships. Sorry. Next one. This one, everybody doesn't like what I, what I think is going to happen and what I want to happen are two different things. I think somehow Sammy and uh, Owens are going to keep the titles. But what I want to see happen is I want to see Sokoa and Reigns walk out of there with the other belts, too. I want to see Roman Reigns walk out of there with four belts on his shoulder. How funny would that be? Yeah, not, not just two, but four. So they'll have the red and the blue tag team, and then they'll have the Universal and the WWE. And guess what? I'd also like to see after the Seth Rollins-Cody match, whoever wins that, we'll discuss that in a minute, but how cool would it be to see Roman come out, kick the shit out of both of them, and take that universal title with him too? So he's got all the belts with him, and then uh, you know maybe gets to come to kick Gunther's ass and 
hey, what, what belts are left? Just theories. <laughs> no, nah, it's not what's going to happen. But anyway, I, I really think that Zane and Owens are going to go over the over Roman and Sokoa somehow. It's going to be a screw job somehow with the Usos. And uh, hey, I think it's going to be fun. But you know that's going to be a good match either way. Then we've got the main event, which is going to be AJ Styles and Seth Rollins for that new world title. That secondary world title to the two that Roman Reigns holds. <laughs> well, here's the reality. Seth's got to take it. Seth is way over with the fans. AJ just came back from injury. As much of an AJ fan as I am, I don't think that he's going to walk away with, with the title there. So... I, I think it's going to go with go home with Seth, and Seth deserves it because you know the crowd is going to chant his name. Plus, they're going to use him a lot in the next few months for the promotion for Captain America Four. So it's always a plus to have a champion out there in the uh, in the public eye. Yeah. So, <clears throat> do we have anything else for this segment? So, we got some cool stuff upcoming. As you know, we're going to be doing the streaming. And it's at, at ESO Creative right now. We're going to be doing the dry runs next week. And then we're also, we've got some cool interviews lined up. I've got a gentleman by the name of Oscar Allen, Dr. E. Oscar Allen. You can check him out. This dude's done everything. He's unbelievable resume of stuff. And I want to talk to him a little bit about some of the violence in wrestling and uh, especially what it has to do with the infectious disease. He's an epidemiologist and the, uh, the diseases and the blood-borne pathogens that could be uh, you know, kind of exchange of the dangers at these uh, some of these independent shows with some of these these crazy things that they're doing, and then uh, we also have the infamous one and only Mike Bonney. He's going to come on, and I can't wait to to talk to Mike on this side and not have not have him try to interview everybody. I want to I want to learn a little bit about Mike and Mike Mike and Jimmy in general, how the uh, Monty and the Pharaoh show came about, some of their highlights, some of their favorite moments, those type of things, the things that. The body of the Pharaoh fans want to want to know, and you know, we don't really have an opportunity to, to to ask and find out. Well, let's see. It's a it's about time to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to be going over WWE magazines from 1987 featuring Ken Patera, and then we're going to get out of here. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show today, but hey, I had put a lot of work into getting this thing up and going, and hopefully we uh we start to uh, start to roll now. But uh, we'll be right back after this. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. 
So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. Everybody ready to go and take a walk down history's lane? We've got a WWF magazine from August 1987 featuring Ken Patera. Awesome, awesome. So let's let's take a look at this cover. First thing we've got is Lunch with Hulk. So there's an entry for a free lunch with Hulk Hogan. Then you have Ken Patera, hounded by Heaton's henchmen. Demolition. Fuji sharpens axe and smash. The Bulldogs beat the hearts. Why no title? And the Canadian wrestlers, the countrymen clash. Well, this is the first WWF magazine that I have. It's from August 1987. So I was 10, 11 years old when I got that. It's really not in great shape. Uh, the cover is falling off. But, hey, it's still intact. So... It's got that going for it for being 35 years old, 36 years old. When we open up, we've got the table of contents. And back in the day, every other ad was an uh, ad for Stridex or OxyClean or one of the zip medications. Of course, we have the ice cream bars. Around the Ring this month is about the DDT and should it be banned? <laughs> Of course, it shouldn't be banned. So every month, there's a WWF list of, and this month, it's a list of wrestlers' hates. You have King Kong Bundy, who hates small portions. Johnny V hates Barber Shears. Honky Tonk Man hates Elvis impersonators. Ken Patera. Well, Bobby Heaton. <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake is people with blonde hair like Dino Bravo, Greg Valentine, and Johnny V. Uh, the Hacksaw Butchery, or not, excuse me, he's natural on this. The natural butchery, he hates birds because he was in a feud with Coco Beware. Breaking news this month, Newsbreakers, the Honky Tonk Man takes the Dragon's title. So Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had a pretty short reign as the Intercontinental Champion. This month's personality, personality profile profiles Killer Khan and his manager, Mr. Fuji. Then we get into a talk with Jesse the Body Ventura. He talks about the movies he's doing and how he gets into commentary. And then, of course, takes shots at everybody he can. Battle of the Titans this month's chronicles the feud of the Honky Tonk Man and Jake the Snake Roberts including their match at WrestleMania 3 involving Alice Cooper. Great, great little article there. Next is the cover story. The lesson Ken Patera won't forget. So check this out. Ken Patera, he uh, decided to take on Hercules Hernandez and the Heaton family, and he found out the hard way that they're not to be messed with. Fortunately for him, Billy Jack Haynes came in and made the save. 
I'm a little surprised that Ken Patera was made a face at this point, but he really was trying to save his reputation after that incident. Was it a Burger King? Where he and Mr. Saido in 1983, 84, uh, were hungry, and Ken Patera decided to throw a boulder through the Burger King window because they wouldn't serve him, and he ended up going to prison for quite a few years after that. He was a heel and part of the brain stable before that, if I remember, I've only read about it because it was in that time is when I became a wrestler, wrestling fan was the time he was away. Uh, I got to see him when he came back as the former Olympic great Ken Patera, not the fugitive Ken Patera, but Bobby the Brain Heenan made sure we knew about that every time he got a chance he picked on him. Next is about the Canadian wrestlers invading the WWE. You've got the Rougeos. You've got the Hart Foundation. You've got Dino Bravo. You've got Tom Zink. You've got Rick Martel. The Canadians at this point were very, very prevalent in WWF. The next section, as always, is where we take a look at the WWF catalog and the tees available at this time. This is probably the most classic lineup going, and it's got the Rebel Dick Slater shirt that would not be allowed today. But right next to it, you've got it, uh, Ariba Santana and JYD, the Macho Man, Ricky Steamboat, Hot Rod, the Bulldogs, the Machines, yeah, all the all the classic ones. Awesome, awesome. I always love going through the catalogs. Next we have. Demolition, how destructive can they get? How far can Mr. Fuji lead this team? Well, history shows Demolition, multi-time tag team champion, one of the most dominant forces. They have the third longest tag team title reign in history. I think Mr. Fuji did okay with them. Next article is about how the wrestlers use the ropes to their advantage. Just another little filler article. Then we get into Private Eye this month, which features Jimmy Hart and the Honky Tonk Man visiting Graceland. Ooh. Elvis's home. And, you know, the Honky Tonk Man does not like Elvis impersonators. Last thing we last few things we got. We have the wrestlers rebuttal. And Brutus the Beef Barber Beefcake on why he's not the weak link. So Johnny Valentine, Greg the or Johnny Valiant, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Dino Bravo kicked Brutus Beefcake out of the dream team because he was the weak link. And this article is him rebutting why he is not the weak link. Um I was a fan of the barber, but looking back, Brutus. You were the weakest link. We have the WWF crossword puzzle, and my young self managed to fill out the whole thing. Man, my handwriting sucked back then, and guess what? It still does. <laughs> the final page is always a caught in the act, and this month it's brotherly love with Jacques Rougeau putting bunny ears behind Raymond Rougeau's head, and the quote is, brotherly love, question mark. <laughs> awesome awesome i love these magazines i love going back in history you know this was my prime time of watching wrestling 
I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the 80s. So let's see. Don't really have much else to talk about this week. So let's start to wrap it up. First of all, let's give a shout out to Mike Money and Jimmy Fowl. Thank you guys for letting me do this. Sorry I couldn't get a show to you last week, but wait till you see what we got coming in the future. To everybody out there, thanks for stopping by and watching. Uh, all the fans, yo, thank you guys. And uh, I'll be in the chat interacting with you, you guys. And until next week, see ya.